0: When you started your business, did you intend to build a business or create a job? My guess is you probably wanted to build a business, but you probably have ended up with a job. And if that's true for you, no problem. That is where most business owners and entrepreneurs are. The unfortunate outcome of that is it probably means that you're probably overwhelmed with too much to do and not enough time to get it all done. Your business probably isn't growing as fast as you'd like. You're probably missing out on some family events and opportunities. You're probably frustrated frequently with your employees because they're not getting things done the way that you want them to get done. And... You're missing out on the fact that you wanted to build this thing that could run without you and instead you're right at the center and everybody's checking in with you and they're saying, hey, got a minute, got a minute, got a minute, and you're like, no, I'm done with that. If any of that is true for you, I totally get it. I've been there and done that. But I just want you to imagine for a moment what it would be like if it wasn't like that. Imagine what it would be like if you actually had a business that can run on its own without you at all. Can you imagine what it would be like if you could be gone on vacation for two, three, four weeks or longer And it would still run without you. Can you imagine what it would be like if you had employees who didn't have to check in with you all the time, but they felt empowered and they knew what to do and they could actually produce those results? Imagine what it would be like if you had a predictable growth engine in place and you knew month in and month out how much money was going to come in and how much money was going out and you didn't have to stress about it at all. Imagine how great it would be if you could actually have a business that could run without you. If any of that sounds interesting to you, I encourage you to listen. Now, the reason why I understand both sides of this is because I've been on both sides of the equation. I remember years ago, back in the early 90s, I was running a business, and I was working 70, 80-hour work weeks. I was missing out on opportunities with my family. Um, I was overwhelmed all the time. I was frustrated with my employees most of the time. The reason I can say those things is because I remember exactly what that was like, and I just didn't like my job. I hated it. It was killing me, and I wanted to kill it. But before I gave up, I decided to do a little more research. So I started buying books, and I started going to conferences, and I started finding people who were a couple steps in front of me, and I'd meet with them and ask them, you know, how in the world did they deal with this? And over the course of the next couple years, I finally figured out how do you build a business that can run without you? And I was able to take those two, three, four-week vacations, and at one point even took three months off, and guess what? It still ran without me. So it is possible. So I understand both sides, and I want to help you go from the side where you're overwhelmed all the time to the place where you actually have a business that can run by itself. And if that's interesting, then let me walk you through what I consider the seven important steps that you need to take if you wanna build a business that can run without you. So what are the seven? Well, let me walk you through them real quickly here. And I'm gonna go to the screen, just give you a quick visual, and then we'll be right back. So when I think about it, I think about these seven steps. And the first step is that you need to redesign your business without you at the center. I think that's the real challenge for most of us, is that when we start a business, it's just us, and then we start bringing some people around us, but it's still us at the center. And as it grows, it gets bigger and bigger, but we're still at the center of it. In BizScalers, it's what we call that is a me OS, a me operating system. You're at the center, and everything revolves around you. And what we need to do, if you want to have a business that's self-operating, is you need to replace you at the center with a self-operating operating operating system called a So OS. When you go from a me OS to a So OS, everything changes in your business. So you have to design your business so that it can run without you. And an easy way to think about that is to imagine that you were an investor and you wanted to buy this company. You don't want to buy a person. You want to buy a system that can produce the result without you being there. And so that's the easy way to think about it. like How do I revamp my entire business so it can run without me? It all is in step one. I redesign it without a me OS, but a so OS. And when you get that, It's a game changer for you so that's step number one step number two then is that you need to systematize everything from the core out you systematize everything from the core out see once you that you have to build a business built on systems that's step one the question becomes what next now most business owners and entrepreneurs get totally overwhelmed at this step because they think like i got to systematize the whole business well at some point you will but don't worry about that what you want to do is figure out what's most important and a business exists to solve a problem for somebody, at a, you know, in this case, profitable value exchange. So in that case, what's important at core? Well, how do I get more customers? How do I get more leads? How do I qualify those? And then how are we going to convert those? And how are we going to deliver on that promise? So those are the core systems. And we start there, and then we build out. Eventually, over the next 6, 12, 24 months or so, you will systematize your entire business. But don't start there. Figure out what's most core, and we start there, and then we build out so that you can begin to have a business that can run without you. And it does not not only does it not need you, but it also doesn't necessarily need your key people who have all the intellectual property in their heads because now you've got a system that I can actually run your business. So that's step number two. Uh, step number three in the process, then, is that you want to build a team you can trust. You need to build a team you can trust. Now, the, the good news here, of course, is that If you've systematized your business, it can kind of run without you. But what you really need in place is a top team of people who actually do the the day-to-day part of running your company. And in order for you to be gone for two, three, four weeks or longer, you need to have a team that you can actually trust. Not just a team of people... Who can do the job but a team that you actually fully trust so that when you're gone you're not checking in you're not worried about what's happening you know that they would be making the same kinds of decisions that you would be making and you fully feel good about leaving the business in their hands so how do you go about doing that well that's the important part of step number three you got to build a top team not just a couple of reports who report to you but a top team that you can actually trust to run your business Without you there for a month, like how cool would that be? That's step number three. Now, step number four uh, we're going to pick up here is you've got to develop a better customer journey. Develop a better customer journey. Remember, we exist to solve problems in a business for a group of people at a profitable value exchange. Well, you got to figure out how do we do that on a predictable basis. In order to do that, the step four is you got to actually map out. How does somebody go from not knowing about your company to knowing about your company to them becoming a lead to them becoming a prospect to then becoming a customer, to then becoming a repeat customer, to then becoming a raving fan, to then becoming a high-value customer, to then finally becoming an active promoter of your business. So those nine steps are part of a customer journey. Most businesses haven't thought about that, and they haven't created any systems around that. So step four is, you've got to actually think about, like, how do we go from someone who doesn't even know us to somebody who's going to be an active promoter? And what are all the things that are going to define each one of those stages? And that is step number four. Because if you want a business that can run without you, you need to be able to have a predictable growth engine in place. You can't do that without a customer and you know, journey mapped out. So that's step number four, which is going to lead you right to step number five, which comes right after that one, which is linked to step four, which is you need to install a predictable growth engine, a predictable growth engine. And what I mean here is that you need to be able to know that week out that you're going to be able to convert people from that unknown to known to um, lead, to prospect, to customer, et cetera. And what a growth engine does is it leads people from each one of those stages. So do you, how do you go from unknown to known? And how do you go from known to lead? And how do you go from lead to prospect? And how do you go from prospect to customer or client or member or whatever your nomenclature is? Like that, You need to install an engine that actually moves people along that journey. So step four, got to define what the journey is. And then step five, how do we actually move more people predictably week by week, month by month through that so that we know exactly what revenue we're going to have month after month after month. And that is what's gonna give you great freedom. So steps four and five are really important in you trying to build a business that can run without you. And that's gonna lead us now to step number six, which is going to become very important as your business grows, which is that you need to become an E2 leader, an E2 leader. Now, E2 is the nomenclature we use in the Biz Scalers for an exceptionally effective leader, an E2 leader. Uh, because if your business is growing and you're de- developing a top team of people who can actually run the business, you're now moving up into more of a leader role. And so the success of your company is really going to be dependent upon you learning how to lead a top team who are then producing results. And the way I define leadership is about Producing results through other people. So, if you want to become an exceptionally effective leader, you're going to be really good at developing and delivering results through other people who are going to deliver results through other people. And that's going to build the whole organization. When you become an E2 leader, it's a game changer because now you're not engaged in the day to day. You've got a top team of people, you've got the systems in place, you've got the predictable growth engine working. Everything is now humming. But there's one last step that's critical if you want to actually continually grow that self-operating business. You can build one without you know, continuing to grow, but you want to have a self-operating business that continues to grow. And that's why the last step, step seven, is so critical. And that's that you need to become a voracious learner. You need to be a voracious learner. The reason why this is so important is because it's a good news, bad news thing. The good news is that you're the primary driver of the success of your company. Bad news, you're the primary bottleneck. And the reason you're the primary bottleneck of your company is no business organization can ever consistently perform at a level beyond the capacity of their senior leader. And it doesn't matter what the level is. Let's say your capacity is leading a million dollar a year company. You could be leading a two or four or eight million dollar a year company, but you can't because your capacity isn't that high. You're the bottleneck. So, what you want to do in being a voracious learner is how do I keep changing and become the next version of me? We call that in Biscalers U3.0. How do you keep coming to you 3.0, the person you need to be at the next stage before you get to that stage because that will allow you to continue to grow. And then as you keep growing you 3.0, you can then go from a million to two, two to four, four to eight, eight to 16, 16 to 32, et cetera. But you can't lead a $30 million a year company or a $20 million a year company if your capacity is to lead a $4 million a year company. It just doesn't work that way. The only way you can actually continue to grow is that you have to grow. In fact, I always like to say the fastest way to grow any business or organization is to grow the leader. That's why you have to become a voracious leader. And when you become that voracious learner and you're continually figuring out how do I become that version of me to that next level, you keep growing the capacity of your company because you are growing. So those are the seven key components to being able to grow a business that can actually run without you so let me go back and show it one last time those are the seven things so if those are the seven things two quick things one what's the number one one that you need to start with my guess is it's probably step one like you probably need to redesign your business without you at the center I'd start there or maybe it is that you need to systematize you know your marketing function um, or maybe it is that you just need to start learning some of the stuff because you don't know how to do it whatever it is, Pick one thing that you can start doing this week that will allow you to become a better leader and allow you to begin to build that self-operating business that you want to build. And then secondly, if you're interested and you want to go deeper on this, I have an entire course on how to build a self-operating business called the Self-Operating Business Playbook. All you have to do is go to bizscalers.com forward slash playbook, bizscalers.com forward slash playbook, and you can check it out, and I will go deep into each one of those things. But if you want to actually have a business that can run without you, I would highly recommend that you do that. But either way, you now know what the seven steps are. Figure out the first step and start there, and uh, let me know how your journey goes. So until next week, to accelerated success, Bruce out.